We've been in exile. We've been in But it's time to come home. But it's time to come home. But it's time. Been locked down. Been locked it's down. now time to now live time. responsibly, responsibly in the new freedoms, the new freedoms that we have around us. We have around us. We're coming home. We're coming home to God's heart. to our Lord and Saviour. So let's get into it. Come on. Here we go. Feel free to dance. Feel free to move. God desires your praise. Well, we look to the sun. Set our eyes on the Saviour. See the image of love. Sing his praises forever. Oh, we look to the sun. Yeah, come on, sing it out together. Woo! Set our eyes on us. 
Yeah. 
for this day, man. We didn't think it was going to happen for a while, but we're here, and we're grateful, and we're here to worship God. Amen? Amen. We didn't think it was going to happen tonight. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Um, (laughs) And also, our lovely kids, you can release you to your program now, so you can go from primary phase H kids. We've got you in the West Wing. There's gonna be a great program. Thanks for being in. Can you clap them out, our kids? Right on, we love you. That's great. Here we go. 
It's crazy. We've been on a bit of a journey as a country, you know, as a nation, but actually as a world. At the start of the year when we were planning this this night in particular, we decided to call it Out of Exile, talking about how the people of Israel returned from Babylon back into the Promised Land. And man, what an incredibly profound notion to think about for us tonight, coming out of exile. And so that's really the invitation that we're extending to you guys tonight. Tonight is all about coming out of I guess the uneasiness or the confusion or the rhythmless time that we've been in and coming back into what God is inviting us into. And so, yes, we're going to have some singing. Yes, there's going to be some of God's word proclaimed to us tonight. But also we've got some stations scattered out around the, world, uh, around the room uh, for us to interact with. So do you want to explain those? Around the world. This is our world for right wow. now. Eh? And what a start. <laughs> what a start to our worship night, which is incredible. So tonight, as we prayed for you, we thought it'd be a great time for us as a church, like Michael said, as we've come out of exile, a time to refocus, a time to repent, a time to, for redirection. And so we have some stations around the room for you to have, there's instructions there, have a look to guide you, to have an experience with God. And I wanna encourage each and every one of you to take part Take your time through the night. You can do it any time when you feel ready um, to kind of go through that as well. If you hear and you feel God talking to you or moving you, we've got people who will pray out in the foyer. We've got a whole prayer station where you can um, meet with God, have someone pray with you, write down something that you feel like God is saying to you. And this night is yours. And we're here to lift up the name of Jesus for his fame and for Him, his renown. So make the most of it. Amen. Amen. Yeah, it's good. And so that is what we're inviting you guys into tonight, out of exile. And so to kick off this part of the night, we've got JD on the screen yeah, coming JD. at us with a beautiful word. So Amen. check your eyes up here. Yeah. Exile is where someone is detained and cut off uh, from their normal location and they're, they're sent or taken away from that. It generally comes with a sense you you'll never get back. You know, it's it's a one-way ticket. Yeah. As the Israelites went into exile, they they are stripped of identity and relationships uh, and practices that they could depend on or engage in. Uh, they were in a foreign land. Taken away uh, becomes a watershed in the history. That, that point that things go a different direction. There's a different new gravity, as it were. The state religion and performance was suspended. The old national um, community built around that was broken. And Israel was left for the moment a jumbled mass of uprooted and beaten individuals. By no external mark, any longer a people. That the markers were gone that normally sat there. Exile looks for us is we're taken into a situation in which there's no way back. And that is currently being expressed by a term, the new normal. Things not just ain't what they used to be. 
they are something different. And uh, there's a call for us to adjust, not our belief, the way we practice our belief. Uh, not the people of God as a community, but the way the people of God as a community live. Uh, who are we? Uh, what are we going to become? How do we uh, work our way uh, on in this one?
Oh. 
it seemed like a dream too good to be true. When God returned Zion's exiles, we laughed, we sang, we couldn't believe our good fortune. We were the talk of the nations. God was good to them. God was good to us. We are one happy people. And now God, do it again. Bring rains to our dry, drought-stricken lives so those who planted their crops in despair will shout hurrahs at the harvest. So those who went off with heavy hearts will come home laughing with armloads of blessing. Yeah. 
Joshua 3 and 4, we read the story of Joshua leading the Israelites across the Jordan River. The Israelites had been camping by the overflowing Jordan River for three days. On the fourth day, Joshua said to the Israelite priests, lift up the Ark of the Covenant and lead the people across the river. This task, getting a whole nation to cross a flooded river, was impossible in mere human strength. However, Joshua had received a message from God. He shared this message with the Israelites, saying, Come and listen to what the Lord your God says. Today you will know that the living God is among you. Look, the Ark of the Covenant, which belongs to the Lord of the whole earth, will lead you across the Jordan River. The priests will carry the Ark of the Lord. As soon as their feet touch the water, the flow will be cut off upstream, and the river will stand up like a wall. The Israelites had faith and left their camp to embark on their journey across the river. As soon as the priests carrying the ark entered the water, it was as the Lord had said. The water stopped flowing, and with the priests holding the ark of the covenant in the middle of the riverbed, 
the whole nation of Israel was able to cross the Jordan on dry ground. After this astounding miracle, God once again gave Joshua instruction. He said, Now choose twelve men to get twelve stones from the very place that the priest is standing in the middle of the Jordan. Carry them out and pile them up at the place where you'll camp tonight. So Joshua instructed the twelve men to do as the Lord told him, explaining that the pile of stones will forever stand as a memorial of what God had done for them. After the memorial was built, Joshua said to the Israelites, In the future your children will ask, What do these stones mean? Then you can tell them, This is where the Israelites crossed the Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the river right before your eyes, and he kept it dry until you were all across, just as he did at the Red Sea. He did this so all the nations of the earth might know that the Lord's hand is powerful, and so you might fear the Lord your God forever. What a beautiful story of God's goodness and a time where his people needed him the most. And what I love about this story are these stones, these symbols that we've been given um, as a call to remembrance. And so many hundreds of years later, we're given the same calling to remember what God has done as we come to the table of communion. And tonight we have an opportunity to come to the table, come to remember what God has done for us, a time to reflect on what God has done for us. And in a moment, we're about to take communion, but we're actually going to do something a little bit different as well. For a lot of us, the COVID-19 season was a very, very hard time. A lot of us experienced anxiety. A lot of us went through depression. A lot of us struggled with mental health. It was a crazy personal exile for all of us in our each individual ways. And so tonight, as we come to the table of communion, as you can see here, we've got some stones placed on this table and a memorial over there in the corner. We're going to take these stones and place them on the memorial, not as a religious act or a legalistic act in any way, but as a symbol and as a call to remembrance for what God has done in our lives. In the same way that the people of Israel looked back on the stones and remembered how God made a way for them over the Jordan, we want to give that same opportunity tonight the same opportunity um, for us to look back on into the future as a personal symbol and a personal decision to remember God's goodness, to trust Him no matter what happens. Through the good times and the bad, God died for us all on that cross. And so in a moment, we're going to come and take the communion elements, which is up here on the stage. Um, we encourage you guys to take the communion, either by yourself or in groups, and just spend some time reflecting on this truth that no matter what you've gone through, God loves you so much. And no matter how hard things are right now, God has promised us an eternal salvation, a space with Him in heaven forever. And so we're going to take these elements through communion, and then we encourage you guys to take these stones and place it on the memorial as a symbol and a sign to remember that tonight, actually, no, we're deciding that as we move into the future, we're going to choose to remember God's goodness. We're going to choose to remember God's grace when times get tough because God is enough for us. Amen? Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 to 28. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, 
And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat the bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Everyone ought to examine themselves before they eat the bread and drink the cup. <clears throat> cool, so now we have um, the opportunity for you guys, whenever you feel comfortable, the elements are just up the front. Um, like Dan said, you can go and, and take those in groups or individually and just reflect on, on God's God goodness to, for us. Um, once you've done that, we also again encourage you to come grab this rock um, and just be with God and be in His presence and just remember the good things that God has done for us. Dear Father, we just want to thank you so much for this opportunity, God. We thank you that we can come and freely worship you, Father, in your house. We come, Father, tonight um, in a humble state, God, praying that you would meet us in this place, God. And during this moment right now, Father, we just want to remember what you did on the cross for us, God. We thank you for bearing the burden of our sins, God. And we pray, Father, that you would help us to live a life that reflects that truth as we go out. And so as we take these elements, God, and as we take these stones and place them as, as a sign of remembrance, Father, would you just minister to us in the way that you see fit? We love you, Lord, and we thank you so much for loving us. In Jesus' name, and everyone said, amen. So feel free to come and take these elements, guys, when you feel comfortable.
even in the midst of lockdown, our exile, God came to the rescue to lead us out and to lead us into a new dimension with him and for him. As, as we come out of exile, uh, we reset and, and recalibrate. And it's not just, it's a synergism. It's not just I reset myself, but the Spirit resets me. I like to think of it this way when we do the clocks every you know, six months for the change up is we, we change the time but we don't always get right on you know, so they, they move that half a minute difference uh, and when God re recalibrates he, he uh, he's going to get us in the right spot, and uh, in, in the right spot is not that we're perfect, but that we, his perspective is now our perspective. Yeah. His interests are ours in a, in a fresh way. As uh, is that so, and it's, it's Ezekiel because gives us that, and, and it says, "I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove." from you the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh and he's saying I will give God in act, acting and I will put and it's it's interesting the you uh, here are uh, their plural you or users <laughs> so they're, they're not uh, personal pronouns in the singular they're plural personal pronouns
God's empty praise and treasures that fade are never enough. But you came along and put me back together. And every desire is now satisfied here in your love sin is nothing better than you oh there's nothing better than you oh there's nothing better than you lord there's nothing nothing is better than you yes i believe it i'm not afraid I'm not afraid to show you my weakness, my failures and sores. Lord, you see them all, and you still call me free. Cause the God of the mountain is the God of the valley. There's not a place your mercy and grace won't find me. Oh, there's 
Christ was born, then the Spirit lit the flame. Now this gospel to the world shall not be or shall not be.
like holy ground <laughs> here's an incredible reality the spirit of the living God is in our midst the spirit of the living God is in our midst and if you're a Christ follower here's another incredible reality not only is he with us he's in you <laughs> Colossians 1.27 says, the, Jesus Christ in you, the hope of glory. He's in you. He's with you. We have two more songs left. And I don't know what the Holy Spirit has been stirring up in you, speaking to you. But tonight's the night to respond, to lean into that. If you feel like there's something that God is wanting you to lay down, to cast down, to repent of, we've just sung that it is this kindness that leads us to repentance. If there's a healing that you need, physically, emotionally, spiritually, we would love to pray with you about that. Ask him. Another incredible reality, when we call, he answers. <laughs> it's amazing. Whatever it is, lean in, respond. Your father loves you. He loves you. He knows how many hairs you have on your head. And you only know that he can only know that because he's close. He's close. So close. You are so loved. Oh, God, we want to meet you in a profound way tonight. Thank you, God, that you're here in our midst. Continue to speak to us in God. Oh, God, Holy Spirit, help us to respond. Amen. Thank you. 
Man, we're coming to the end of our night, man. It's come so, so quickly. We've just got a couple more things that we want to say to you guys. We want to remind you of the stations around the room, these little activities you can do just to tangibly experience what we're talking about tonight, this repentance, reorientation. Um, and coming back to the call that God has on your life, we encourage and invite you into these spaces. Now, Mon just came and tapped me on the shoulder before and she said, Michael, I've forgotten to say something. <laughs> she said, you need to introduce them to Jesus. And I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty, pretty crucial. <laughs> so if you don't know who this Jesus is that we've been singing about, if you don't understand or if this is something brand new to you tonight, man, we have a team of people that are ready to talk and ready to pray with you in the foyer. Man, it is the best decision that you could ever make in your entire life, coming down and bowing the knee to Jesus. It's incredible. And so we want to invite you into that. If you need prayer for anything else in your life, we want to be a people of prayer. And so we invite you to pray um, and be prayed for by our team. Man, we're wrestling out. How do we finish such an incredible night? It feels like we've been building and building and building and growing and understanding and and standing in these promises of God. How do we finish off? How do we wrap up something like this? And um, someone suggested we sing the song called The Blessing to finish the night. And we sing all these incredible songs about who God is and what He's done. But this song is precious to us as Christians, as saints. Because in it, we remember the promise of God that He has on each and every single one of our lives. And so as we finish tonight, I wanna encourage and invite you into singing this song together as the community of God. It is a promise that God has for every single person in this room when we are known and loved and in Christ. So Ben, if you guys wanna sing this, um, there's gonna be prayer in the foyer. I think there's a cup of tea afterwards, Um, but let's sing this together.
family and your children and their children and their children. Please favor be upon you in a thousand generations. It's your family and your children and your children and their children. May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you. All around you and within you, He is with you, He is with you in the morning, in the evening, in your calling, in your going, in your weeping, you rejoicing. He is for you, 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 He is for you. for you, he is for you, he is for you. 
<laughs> what an evening. <laughs> Amen. Thank you for coming out. Thank you so much for coming out. Can you show your appreciation to our awesome worship team and our choir? Thank you so much. Can you also um, show your appreciation to those that helped put this all together from our cross bearers to Dan, Michael, and the communion team, and Michaela and Eric for putting together all the stations. Thank you so much for coming out. I'm so encouraged. What God has started, he will finish. <laughs> he's working, he's with you. He's for you, he's within you. He's behind you, in front of you, all around. And we're so incredibly grateful. So as you leave, we have this benediction for you. Go now, church family, in the freedom of the gospel of Christ. Encourage one another to lead lives worthy of God and walk together in service and humility. Let your words and your lives be one in Christ. And may the God of lasting love open the way before you. May Jesus the Messiah be your one instructor. And may the Holy Spirit lead you on into the promised land of God's kingdom and glory. We go in, in peace to love and serve the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen and amen and amen. We love you, family. I love this church. We love you. Thank you for coming out. Stay in fellowship. The prayer team's still available to pray with you. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Well done, team. Awesome. Well done. Awesome.